Thanks. Um, my name is Yuli Psetsky. I, I work at Facebook, and today, today I'll be talking to you a uh, little bit about OAuth and and why, when building a uh, when building a protocol, considering uh, considering how secure the defaults are, really matters. So, OAuth uh, is you OAuth is used like primarily on the web as a way of Allowing allowing one site to give permission to another site to access information about about users with the permission of those users involved. So, okay. uh, so, so we have clients which are the also known as the applications, uh, uh, also known as applications or or line parties and in, in some different protocols. Uh, we'll ask for we'll ask for permission from from users uh, to to be able to access information from uh, uh, from identity providers, also known as authorization servers. And sorry, uh, sorry about the formatting. This and so at the end of at the end of the flow, uh, the the client receives an access token, which uh, which allows uh, which allows it to access in. Information about a specific about a specific user from uh, from the party where uh, which issued the uh, the token. So uh, so there are a few different uh, different flows for doing this. Uh, uh, in one uh, in one flow like known as the server flow, the uh, the client app application uh, can possesses a secret uh, an application secret, sometimes known as client as the client credential. And it asks the it asks the user to go through a uh, to go through a flow, uh, which which ends up uh, which ends up sending a code to a, uh, through their browser to a specific redirect URI, which in theory is controlled by uh, is controlled by the client. And then the and then the client will take that code and along with its app, uh, with that secret and obtain an access token, which can then be used to obtain information about the. Uh, information about the user. This is uh, so. This this is a fairly straightforward flow in in theory. However, there are lots of ways to get this wrong. So the first way is if clients can if clients don't actually keep their secret secret, then this doesn't uh, then the guarantees about which client is asking for what information start to fall apart. Fairly. Fairly quickly, and we've seen that indeed clients will embed uh, embed their application secrets in JavaScript, send, embed them in mobile applications that they ship. So, uh, so like trusting them to, to do this is not particularly effective. And if the secrets are not secret, then it becomes it becomes nearly impossible to tell one client apart from another, which makes spotting spotting abuse harder. Uh, Make uh, enforcing enforcing resource limits, etc., all much uh, much more difficult. And another another problem is if uh, is if clients don't build their applications properly, then you have like session session fixation, where when one user can cause someone else to uh, can cause a client to believe that a different user is some is someone else. And Done even done even worse. It, uh, with, uh, with open redirects, it will allow uh, it will allow 
uh, an attacker to impersonate uh, other users. So, so that, and this flow is like real, other, otherwise like done properly. This flow is relatively uh, is relatively secure. The user agent flow is uh, uh, is intended for clients that can't keep secrets. So, in this flow, the client has the client has never uh, never uses their uh, their secret during the flow, and but and instead uh, the authorizing server will directly issue directly issue an access token to uh, to the user, which means that the user can choose to act as any application that they wish to act as. So uh, the authorizing server has a little bit of little bit of validation in that uh, the redirect URIs are used to attempt to identify which client is which. However, like in the desktop application case, since the application fully controls the browser, uh, the, this ends up being completely worthless. And so if, if certain clients are able to do things that other clients are not, then it, escalation privilege becomes much e uh, fairly relatively trivial to do. And here, if an application uh, has open redirects and mishandles redirect, the allowed redirect URIs, then uh, what you end up with is in, is now like leak, uh, like large, potentially automatable uh, uh, information leaks to uh, to attackers. So one one example of like the first problem from uh, which is impersonation of from one client to another are sites uh, like like the one I sh I show here, which uh, uh, which per this uh, so this site like get uh, get me likes that in uh, which I found which I found yesterday uh, like once like w is trying is trying to get people to provide it with Facebook access tokens so per uh, theoretically so that the people providing those access tokens will get likes for their for their stuff. In practice, it's so that the, so that this site can make money selling likes of other uh, of other stuff. Of course, the, of course, they're not actually getting access tokens for themselves. They're getting access tokens for, I, I believe this was uh, like an HT uh, an app made by HTC that they were using in in here. So there's. There are two like the, uh, like themes with the, like the the attacks that I brought up. Uh, one is that passing passing around secrets is like is a non-trivial task, and so if these access tokens keep getting passed and redirect URIs, people will do that incorrectly and uh, do that incorrectly, and then end up leaking uh, leaking user data or allowing uh, or allowing impersonation. <coughs> and open redirects are something that are a problem on the are a problem on the web, but this takes takes open redirects and amplifies the damage that they do from simply confusing people into leaking data, uh, leaking data that they would not want otherwise uh, otherwise shared. But like I, I've, nothing nothing so that I've mentioned so far is, is is new. Like these things have been known for for years. However, however these 
pro uh, however, like every every week, like uh, we see like, more and more uh, like applications continuing to make these same mistakes. Improper redirect your improper handling of redirect URIs, uh, session fixation, like all of these keep keep happening. So what? So like, what's the th what's the thing to learn from this? So for, first thing is like. Uh, in designing protocols like OAuth, like it's important to consider that the developers that will be implementing this protocol, the protocol, are should like are users. So like they're pe they're people. They will they will make they will make mistakes, and they in some ways the mistakes they make are can be some are somewhat predictable in that they face like stri really strict pressures to. To get uh, to get stuff working, and then as soon as it's working, move on to the next feature and build that, and then build that, and as soon as it's done, uh, like the optional features will wait for will wait for the next version or for uh, or for a patch. So, so if you if your protocol uh, by default uh, opens you up to also to all of these attacks, then. And then in practice, you, uh, you'll see that you'll see that all of those mistakes being uh, implemented uh, implemented over and over and over. So, so if if you find yourself uh, trying to uh, trying to design a protocol, consi uh, consider the, the likely mistakes that uh, that developers will make and make those harder uh, harder to make than building it securely uh, by default. That's all. I have.